you are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at o-n-e-v-o-i-c-e-i-n-c dot o-r-g. Or you can simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. I am so excited about our topic uh, this week, and, and I really am overjoyed that we are already in our eighth episode, our eighth episode. So I'm Rodney Payne. I'm your host, and I want to thank you for joining us for Speaking with One Voice. Uh, this podcast is growing, and we're experiencing uh, some great success, and it's all because of you. So if you will continue to uh, share this particular podcast as well as uh, subscribe and, and tell your friends about it. And again, I always look forward to meeting your needs and adding value to you. So feel free to email me at rpain at onevoiceinc, O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot org. And uh, let me know the topics that you would like for me to cover, that you'd like for me to address, because uh, my primary goal in doing this is to give you usable information that hits a variety of topics and areas for you. So uh, we want to help you with leadership. We want to help you in your personal growth. We want to help you uh, in your marriage. We want to just help you with your family. We have topics that we just want to make sure that we cover different areas that are offering usable information and adding value to your everyday experience. I also want to thank you guys for stopping by our website and picking up a copy of our latest book one uh, at onevoiceinc.org. Our latest book is 90 Days of Believing God, the devotional and journal. Uh, and we want to thank you. That that book is $15 and you guys are, are picking it up. And it's also available uh, online in ebook form. You can get it at amazon.com. You can get it uh, on your uh, I, iTunes. So it's available uh, for you to pick up uh at the, at the Apple Bookstore, barnesandnoble.com. It's all over the place. So I want you to get your copy of that. It's a journey to increasing your personal faith, and we'd love to uh, share that with you. And finally, uh, if you're looking for uh, some training, some development, I, I want you to know be on the lookout uh, on our website. We are literally in the very, very end stages here. We'll soon be releasing a couple of products I want you to go check out. One is um, if you want to be a better leader, the key is to know yourself better, to know yourself better. So what I want you to do, uh, I've got a new product out there. It's, it's called uh, John Maxwell Team Behavioral uh, Assessment. It's, it's the DISC profile. It's a, it's a personality profile, uh, D-I-S-C that is. And you can get that at my website. I'm offering a special right now for $99. I will give you the, the profile assessment as well as a one-hour time slot to look over that. You can pick that up at our website also. And I'm starting a couple of leadership groups, a personal group, a personal growth group. So if you want to grow as a leader, be on the lookout. We'll be having a group available starting real soon. That group will be uh, Monday nights at 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday nights at 6 p.m. Central Time. It'll be a virtual group and you will want to be a part of that to grow yourself as a leader. So thank you for joining this week. Let's hop into our topic this week. This week, I want to talk about the danger of limited thinking, the danger of limited thinking. And so where we want to go with this today is a lot of times we can think ourselves into a, fail, a failure before we ever 
offer effort, effort to make it happen. So we, we can literally fail before we ever get started simply because of how we think. Now, before you go beat yourself up for having uh, what some would call small thinking or challenge thinking, or in this case, we're calling it limited thinking, let's take a moment and look at at, at kind of how we arrive at the thought processes that we possess and operate by in our day-to-day living. Uh, really, our thinking is formed through our belief systems. Our belief systems, they're formed through uh, the sum total of our life experiences. So you think the way you think based on what you were exposed to, what you were taught, how you grew up, the neighborhood uh, you grew up in, the type of family. Uh, and so what I mean is, is if you have a, a family, you can find a lot of families, you'll have generations of preachers. That, that's because one was a preacher who taught preaching, uh, next generation caught preaching, the next generation caught preaching. So you have multiple generations of preachers simply because that's what they were exposed to. And then you can look at, at uh, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs reproduce entrepreneurs. When you see someone your entire life uh, making a living, working for themselves and having the liberty to do what they want to do, uh, that's generational as well. So these belief systems that are formed through our the sum total of our life experiences cause us to be given to a, a, a certain slant. And in many cases, that is a very good thing. But what I'm finding is, is that that a lot of times our thinking is so limited that we can't cannot accomplish what we're truly capable of accomplishing because we have a limited or if I use this phrase, we've placed a lid on our capacity to think. So if we believe something's impossible, we seem to stop before we ever get started. So uh, as, we, as we talk about the danger of limited thinking, I, I really want to talk a little bit more about this, this belief system. I want to kind of dig into this a little bit and see if we can get some more clarity. So uh, in the belief systems, do you realize that your belief system shapes your capacity? So the belief systems that you operate uh, by on a regular basis determine how big or how small you think. Uh, so let me give you a, a little bit of a story here. Uh, as, as a youngster, uh, I, was four, I was 15, 16 years old. I was living with my father, and my father at the time had a landscaping business called Four Chambers Enterprises. In this landscaping business, landscaping business sounds very official, but what we did was we dug flower beds, we moved trash, we cut grass, we did a lot of work outside all the time. Now, Dad was an entrepreneur, so he owned the company, but quite frankly, I didn't like the job. I didn't like that my dad would take the roughest jobs that no one else would take. We would we would go mow fields that were three and four feet tall with overgrown weeds and grass. We would take uh, back alley garages that had filled up with trash, and we would take the job to clean the trash out. And these jobs would literally just disgust me. They would make me so angry. And I said, when I grow up, when I'm an adult, I will never, ever mow grass for anybody in my life. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to mow my own lawn. That's how I felt about it. But my father was teaching me. He said, son, you always have to have a way to make you some money. You always have to have a way to take care of yourself. And if you, if you know how to do something and you're willing to work, you can always take care of yourself. And I thought to him, 
this is how you've chosen to take care of yourself. This is not my cup of tea, so I live my life. And to fast forward the story, uh, here I am with a family, with a job, wearing the suit and tie that I wanted to wear every day and not making any money and really couldn't take care of my family. So the first thing I did was took my lawnmower out of my garage that I used to mow my own lawn, put it in my trunk, went across town in my car now, put it in my, the trunk of my car, went across town and began mowing lawns and, and digging flower beds and trimming bushes because I had learned this. So the way my capacity was shaped was that my dad taught me, as long as you can work, you'll be able to take care of yourself. And so the very thing that I hated was shaping my belief system. So as a result, today I'm not very tolerant of lazy people and people who just won't go to work. Now, I'm not talking about people who can't. I'm talking about people who, who can and won't because my, my belief system is that as long as you have ability, capacity, energy in your body, you can go find something to do. At the very same time as I was mowing lawns, I had a part-time job at McDonald's making some money in the evenings that way. So I, I believe in work because my father believed in work. He believed in work because his father worked two full-time jobs at the same time for 20 years to take care of his family. Uh, my mother worked. My, my mother's parents worked. And so my belief system is that you work for what you want and you work hard. So as a result, I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always had more than one job. And I do today simply because that's how I believe. Now, that's a positive because that's work ethic and that's discipline, etc. But when we limit our thinking, it's because uh, perhaps you see people who grow up and are generationally uh, in poverty or generationally uh, in alcoholism or generationally uh, on uh, social assistance, public assistance, and, and those types of things. Uh, these, these are also developed by our belief systems. These are also developed by our belief system. So when you look at your belief systems, it really shapes your capacity. So you determine how much you can achieve based on how you think. And so what has to happen is somewhere the cycle has to be broken or, re, or refined in order to overcome limited thinking. So, so many times uh, we have defined success by what someone else was able to accomplish. And if we can reach that or just perhaps a little better, we believe that we are in a better position. That's how we begin to think. Our belief system never taps into our full capacity. It just simply compares to the next person or the next situation. So uh, when you're looking to grow as a leader, grow as a business owner, grow as a professional, grow in whatever your given area of service is, you cannot allow others' performance to be the measuring stick of what you're capable of. You have to take that lid off and understand that even though you grew up not knowing you could do this, at some point you can stop and think your way beyond what you're doing. So if you can't conceive it in your mind, there's no way you will ever achieve it. So if you don't have a millionaire in your house and your family that you can reach out to and get the roadmap and the blueprint from, uh, being a millionaire might be something that you think is truly beyond your capacity or could never happen for you. So you'll be happy with a, a six-figure job and think that you've made it. Now, please, I, I want you to understand a six-figure job is nothing to, to shake a stick at. That's a very good accomplishment. But what if you thought you were capable of making a million dollars? What if you thought you were capable of making $10 million? What if you thought you were capable of making a billion dollars? How would you then pursue it? One of the things that I found out is most people that make a lot of money don't make a lot of money pursuing a lot of money. 
They make a lot of money pursuing their dreams and doing what they love, and they give their all to it. And as a result, it begins to produce at another level. And so it's a two-sided animal here. you got to really think at this, think at it for two ways. Like, yes, it's about income and revenue because we need that to live, but really, what is it about purpose and, and satisfaction and growth? And so uh, when you look at your, your belief systems, you've got to really have a balanced approach into what you believe and then also challenge and stretch your capacity. I, I don't believe that you can, that you have to be poor to have a good family. I don't believe that you have to be rich to have a good family. I, I believe that you can actually have uh, finances and means as well as a good family, but it's truly about your capacity. I know many people who are just uh, happy to survive in relationships, to survive in marriage, and not necessarily trying to thrive, but if we can put one more notch on the number of years married, we sound like a success, but perhaps we live in a, in a bad situation every day. So we've got to move or remove, if you will, this limitation that we've placed on our thinking. Uh, so what I want you to do uh, to really, uh, as you deal with the reality of your belief systems, I want you to first identify what do you really believe? What really shaped how you think? What, what shaped your thought process and how you, um, how you limit yourself here or you extend yourself here? What all went into that? Uh, once you identify it, then you know what you're working with and or against. So, so now that you have it identified, I want you to, to move to the next step of really uh, getting away from this limited thinking. I want you to be intentional in your purpose, design, desire, effort to grow beyond the perceived limitations that, that you see. So in other words, they may not be real limitations. They may simply be perceived, but the pre perceived limitations of your thinking. So when you only think you can achieve to this level, that's a perception, not necessarily a reality, but it simply becomes reality because we'll never go further than we think we can go. If we at some point don't buy in with our thought process, we will never go to that next level. So I want you to, to open up your mind to the possibilities and potential of thinking bigger. A uh, very famous book, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. You all know the book. Uh, it's about what you perceive in your mind, then you will go and accomplish and achieve. You have to make sure that you're willing to think at larger levels. Now, please don't, don't get me wrong. Thinking is step one, but thinking also allows us to put in processes, procedures, goals, plans, objectives, strategies, etc., to support that thought process. So I can't just think myself a millionaire. I'm going to have to work to be a millionaire. So, so, but, but if I don't even see a, po a potential or a possibility or a value in myself that I have a product or a service or, or, or a work ethic or performance that would support me growing in my career, growing in entrepreneurship, I will never get there because my thinking is so limited. So how do we grow beyond our perceived limitations? Well, in order to grow beyond your perceived limitations, you're going to have to invest and ingest in things that you don't normally do. So if you always go to the same place, hear the same thing, do the same thing, you don't read, you don't uh, read the newspaper, read books, uh, read in other areas, uh, look at biographies. These are things that I've learned recently that, that if we don't look at things that we haven't already seen, we'll never think something we've never thought. 
We've got to look beyond our present intake. Uh, what I've learned about most successful people read a whole lot more than they can actually share. They're always taking in information. Uh, so uh, one thing I've learned in, in this life is that that life is very brief and you never stop learning. Whenever you stop learning is when you close down your capacity and you limit your ability. So really, every day should be educational. Every day we should be intentional in looking to grow. And we grow through the ingesting of information and the investing in ourselves. Uh, many people are good at something. And I like to use this uh, illustration oftentimes. What is the one thing that Michael Jordan always had in his basketball career? Oh, what he always had was, yes, he had talent, but, but his talent got him cut when he first started playing. So it wasn't his talent. Um, he had will, drive, and determination, which is what, what helped him to grow. But in every level of basketball, he had a coach. And probably by the time he was 19 or 20, every coach he had after that, he could beat them in one-on-one -on -one playing basketball. But he always had somebody to help structure the process of thinking on the court and learning the game and studying the game and learning technique and always had a coach. So you've got to expose yourself to someone who has been where you want to go. You've got to expose yourself to what others have been able to achieve. I, I know that we look at our own situations and we assume that they are, you know, in my, this is, this is how my lot has fallen. This is just how it is for me. But if you dare to think in a bigger capacity, if you dare to take the limitations off of your thinking process, if you, if you dare to move beyond what you perceive that, that can only be done, uh, what happens uh, if, 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 if Bill Clinton, as a, as a governor, says, this is as far as I can go? What, what happens if, if George W. Bush says, this is as far as I can go? When you begin to think about people who've, who've grown and what they've been able to accomplish in spite of their resume, in spite of their background, in spite of their humble beginnings, in spite of the, uh, the systemic problems they have in their community, they've overcome these things because they always thought bigger than their problem. So you've got to grow beyond your perceived limitations. Take the governors off of yourself. Take the restrictions off of yourself and dare to to grow in every area because limited thinking, the danger of limited thinking is limited thinking will destroy you. It will restrict you. It will hold you back and you will never achieve what you obviously thought was impossible because you limited yourself in what you allowed yourself to think. Listen, you can achieve it. You can accomplish it. You can overcome it. Yes, you can do it. Let's overcome, let's defeat, let's destroy the danger of limited thinking. Listen, I'm Rodney Payne. I'm your host of Speaking With One Voice. I want to thank you for joining me for this week's broadcast, The Danger of Limited Thinking. My hope is that this has added value to you and you can grow from this. We want to hear from you. Make sure you stop by, hit us on Facebook at Pastor Rodney Payne, Instagram, uh, Pastor Rodney Payne, Twitter, Pastor R. Payne. We need to hear from you and we want you to subscribe to this broadcast. We want you to share this broadcast and we want you to talk it up. We want to continue to grow. Listen, I'd love to come to your city and talk to you about any of the different resources that we have available uh, from a leadership and development perspective. My company, One Voice Leadership, is happy to help you in those areas. Also, stop by, pick up our resources, 
at our website, onevoiceinc.org. We've got our books, uh, 90 Days of Believing God and 90 Days of Believing God, the devotional and journal. And don't forget, you can have your own behavioral assessment for $99 for a limited time. You can get that right there at our page. So, so get that. Invest in you. Increase the ceiling of your thinking and take some time to make sure that you achieve more than anyone ever thought possible because you were willing to take the lid off of your thinking process. Listen, thanks for joining me this week. Have a great week. Make sure you stop by next week and catch our latest episode. We're looking forward to doing great things as this broadcast continues to grow. Make it a great day. God bless you. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram at Pastor Rodney Payne, on Twitter at Pastor R. Payne, and Pastor Rodney Payne on Facebook. Remember to hashtag Speaking with One Voice on any of your posts. We appreciate you liking and sharing this podcast to help us grow this opportunity. Thank you so much and make it a great day.